Hello, loves, it's Pleasance. Today I'm jumping on to remind you of the three S's. If you love this podcast and you love these conversations and teachings, I invite you to keep us supported by sharing, sharing the episode, sharing with a friend, sharing with your mom or your sister, sharing with a coworker subscribing. So subscribe to the podcast and please rate it. Please write a little review or a little rating. That stuff matters to people when they're looking on and they're trying to see if people are, um, you know, have integrity and are relatable and the teachings are helpful. So share it, subscribe to it, and then support us. So right on the anchor page, um, uh, soulfulselfcaresessions.com. You can find it at littleohm.com. You can find it right on the Anchor app, A-N-C-H-O-R. You can grab that app in the app store and listen to lots of wonderful podcasts through the Anchor app. Um, and we have a support this podcast link right there and you can donate. Um, all donations are deeply appreciated. Creative work and teaching and sharing healing is my life's work and I deeply appreciate any amount that you contribute um, to keep this going. So share, subscribe, and support. Okay, hi guys, it's Pleasance here, and we have a special guest back on today. Say your name, special guest. (laughs) Megan Leahy. You forgot the most important part. My favorite Uh, part of your introduction, parent, coach. uh, Yeah. And then you say, you always say, did you know that's a real thing? (laughs) Did you know that's a real job? (laughs) Okay, so Meg and I are getting on the phone today because of a conversation that we had yesterday that is popping up in all kinds of places I think that you and I are following, or or let me say paying attention to (laughs) these days. And so before we jump in, I'm actually going to do something super woo for us. I didn't even tell you this. Are you ready for my surprise? Our super Girl, you know I'm always down for your super woo. Okay, so I have my favorite angel deck. It's really powerful. And I wanted to invite our angel guides to be with us for this conversation because it's so, it can, for me, it's very triggering. I don't know about you, but for me, it's very sure. triggering. So, do, 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 let's see what comes up. Okay, so we got here, (sighs) life purpose. Mm. So our angel that's here with us today says, or our angels that's surrounding us, the purpose of your life or our lives is to serve in a way that brings great joy to ourselves and others. Don't worry about finding your purpose. Instead, focus upon serving a purpose, serving people, and your purpose will serve you. 
Wow. So angels gonna, coming through. They're coming, coming through to show us and to help us. Oh, and this is the other sort of notes for it. Don't struggle. Don't oh, listen to this. Don't worry about how to make good money in a meaningful career. <laughs> Shut up. It says that. Yeah. It's part of the guidance. Don't concern yourself with quitting or starting jobs or professions. Instead, follow the path of your natural desires and talents and passions. Ready? With the full intention of bringing joy to yourself and others. Your life purpose doesn't need to be defined or pinpointed. It's a process, not a category. Whoa, Plez. I know. So let's share with everyone what the topic of today is so that they're clued in. They're sitting around going, what, what? So I'm going to read the um, opening that I just shared with you, Meg, from Rachel Cargill. So if you guys are not following Rachel Cargill on social media or her website, I think she also has a Patreon now. Um, please do just for your own self and your own awakening and your own awareness. So she posted on Instagram probably a few days ago. I don't remember actually the date now. Um, I just took a picture of it. Stop letting companies profit off of your insecurities. And then mm. she wrote, I recently read an article by a marketing professional that stated I was told to find people's pain points and then suddenly make them feel worse. Then turn around and tell them my product will make them feel better. And then she says, imagine how much money companies, particularly in the beauty industry, and I would say health, wealth, coaching, what else? Anything else I'm missing? Fitness, food, diet. Right. That's health. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly in the beauty industry would miss out on if women and men just decided to be okay with exactly who they are. Oh, sorry, exactly who they are and how they looked. If body hair was accepted as natural, if fresh faces were considered just as beautiful as ones with makeup, if being fat wasn't the worst possible thing a human could be, and if name brand labels weren't a measurement of worth or success. Mm. So jump in, Meg. Why are we on the phone today? Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, you and I had a like, quick spirited talk about um, because we've both oh, both been at this this biz, these businesses of ours for for quite a while now. Yours has taken a, a turn in a different direction, but the ethos under it is still the same. We both provide services and skill sets to people who are struggling with some aspect of their lives, mm -hmm. and this is not really any different from anybody else. So water companies are providing a service or an item water to people who are thirsty okay so we provide solutions ideas our wisdom our support and love our experience all that stuff to people who need it in some capacity but unlike water or sandwiches or dog food um, our businesses tend to really, the, the language around it in the, out there in the world tends to really want us to capitalize on people's pain mm -hmm. and keep drawing them in because it is true. People are in pain. 
and and our business is to help them with their pain understand it live with it go through it learn from it all these different iterations of what pain and suffering are right and and that they are our teachers right um but it feels really crappy to advertise ourselves to people in a way that panics them in order them to open their wallets. That is bad juju, right? Yeah, and I think that people don't, the reason that we wanted to shed some light on this, and this is, was part of our quick spirited conversation yesterday, is that I don't know that people know this. I don't know that people understand or see because they're not hanging out in marketing for coaches or marketing for services or this, this business world. Like it, and, and in fact, I have to say that when I was in the yoga studio world where I was only focused on, um, the health of my yoga studio business, this Mm -hmm. was not, this was not the conversation. No. Um, No, because you were a brick and mortar. It's a different animal. Right. Right. So this was Uh, new to me. Oh, yeah. No. So since I started this eight years ago, and even the work prior I've done with parenting organizations. Now, I will say I was with PEP, the Parent Encouragement Program, and they really do have a 100% service oriented, like they, they really don't want to panic people, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but everywhere else, this is the name of the game. So the marketing out there and the way people get you parents and you people and you women and you men interested in us is through sending you unconscious messages of unworthiness, uh, panic, um, that you are damaged, that you need fixing. And if you don't join our program, you're going to be, this is the part I don't like either. You will remain broken. Right. And you'll be excluded. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. mm-hmm. for me, in fact, we were doing some writing. So Rita and I um, have been working on building and sharing our Thrive community for the fall live coaching and sacred circles, right? Like that's what we mm-hmm. do. We gather women, we talk about these real life things and we apply and experiment with tools and practices to see how it feels. Like, does it feel better if I don't eat meat. Does it feel better if I eat sugar? Does it feel better if I get up early? Does it feel better if I move in a dance class rather than the gym? Like we just experiment with these practices and say what works for our lives, right? Like right. That's, that's what we're doing. And right. one of the things that I noticed when we were doing some of the work, some of the writing was um, kind of a habit um, of saying things like join our exclusive community. Like that's what I noticed was coming up, not necessarily from me, but just from some of the language. And I kept thinking, no, it's inclusive. 
this is not exclusive. This, we want everyone to be part. Everyone who raises their hand, everyone who says like, hey, I do want to feel a little better and I'm not really sure what to do. So maybe I should try some new things. And so that language around exclusive versus inclusive feels really different because as a kiddo, and then this is where of course our like childhood shame and all that comes up and then shows up in our business, right? (laughs) It's because I was, I felt so excluded as a child that I have literally spent my life trying to include people in anything I do. Right. Interesting. So this whole idea that it would be exclusive and only certain people apply feels so icky to me. Right. And, and the reality is like every product sold, right? Whether it be a cheeseburger or a high level, high level coaching circle, right? Meaning high level, meaning just really expensive. No, doing really what I consider good work. Intensive work, deep work. Yes, yes. When I say high level, I mean intensive, right? Because there's a lot of shit out there that's expensive and ain't worth nothing. Well, that's what I'm saying. $25,000 coaching programs. Right, ridiculous. So, um, you know, at the end of it, no matter what it is, a cheeseburger or a coaching circle, it is not for everyone. Correct. Right. And for it is, it is meant that is who is included. And so I think what we've been led down from marketing stuff is that, you know, our exclusivity, inclusivity, all that language is meant to panic the consumer Mm -hmm. into joining. Mm -hmm. And rather what we want to do is thoughtfully ask people, is this for you? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Whereas the other question asks, this might be for you, but if you don't join now, then it's not for you. Mm -hmm. And it's an emergency and I'm going to shut the door in 24 hours and there's only one spot and I'm not going to tell you how much it is. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, and I think that's where you and I really went bonkers yesterday (laughs) because the reality is I opened up one coaching spot. I'm on a writing sabbatical. I have time literally for one spot. It's not a marketing ploy. I'm not, I <laughs> found not. a person. You cannot right? take any more people. I no. will not allow it. No. no. <laughs> and I found the person and now there's a waiting list. Okay. Mm-hmm. I even found the person before I sent out the email. Now like the emails out there that I'm accepting people, whatever. But, um, and so I put it on my Facebook page and it's like, come be with me. Here's what you get. Here's the price. And I started, I realized that what happened was when I put down the prices that I had a twinge of, (gasps) if they see it, they'll say no. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I got really angry because that's how we've been conditioned Mm -hmm. as, as kind of coaches from this marketing world. If we're not conscious, how we've been conditioned is don't tell your consumer, don't tell your client, don't tell your potential people, don't tell your community, these people that trust and love you, the truth, right? Make them jump through hoops and buy into you and then kind of hoodwink them into a yes, right? And I found myself in a conversation with myself, which is probably too frequent and jacked up, that I was like, no, 
just tell them <laughs> for whom it is. That's mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. For whom it is not, I have choices for them. Mm -hmm. And everyone can be here on the on Facebook for my political rants and occasional parenting advice, right? So, but when I called you yesterday, I mean, you go on people's websites, because they won't even put their price on their websites. Forget social no. media. No, they will not. You are. But I get a thing on Instagram that says, like, for you, for instance, I'm starting a Thrive Circle. Here's what it is. It's amazing. Click here. Fine. Normal. But even on websites, they won't put down what the price is. They won't put down right. payment plan options. Well, they you, won't. Right. Because they want you to get the email, and they want to string you along so that you get part of this upsell or the funnel sequence. And then they can also try to see, then you don't also have to commit to pricing. So what some of the classes mm. that I've been, that I've been trained or like the, some of the business coaching, let's say that has been, mm -hmm. well, you want to assess the customer and assess the client. So because you only want people, you only want to give them one choice. This is what you do. You have to have a conversation to see what the best option is for them, right? Or what the best sell is for them. <laughs> so if someone gets on and they've never invested in themselves, you're not going to share with them the super high price coaching. You're going right. to share with them the lower offering. So there's all this mental psychology. And I think that the reason it feels icky or uncomfortable is because just like what you said, like we're messing with people and feeding into this culture and society of shame and blame and not enough. And we are not standing up to say, this is who I am. This is the offering. And it's an, I'm enough. And it's enough. It's like the cycle of you're not enough and I'm not enough. I'm going to play games with you to try to figure out what you need. Cause I don't trust that you know what you need. Yes. And then here we go not having clients who trust themselves because we just told them we know and you don't know. Well, and I think too, oh. for a long time, cause I did hire some people earlier on in my business that have the same model for every coach and uh, people listening. Here's what it looks like. You need to have a summit and here's what the summit is. You harass as many other experts in the field as you can to get on this Uber big call for everyone to say pre-record their piece right mm -hmm. and you collect as many emails as you possibly can mm -hmm. right and then from there it goes into a funnel where you keep harassing them mm -hmm. <laughs> now and then from there you develop all these pricing structures and pain point narratives, right? So the pain point narrative, I've also taken numerous classes on how to manipulate people's pain points. Mm -hmm. Right? Now, is there anything wrong with the summit? No, not really. Not as a tool. I've done some. I know some people I really respect who I thought did a really nice job and I was mm -hmm. proud to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, like, and here is why, and this is what I think that was like, you're pointing to also and kind of why we're pissed off. I've had people point out to me that I have already had a relationship with. Mm -hmm. So women that 
are doing other coaching work that are working hard, that are loving and committed to their client parents. And they come to me and they say, I want to provide this for my parents. Yeah, they may be trying to grow their list, but I'm, I'm like, I see the value and I know your heart. I'm proud to be a part of what you're doing. But the rest of everybody else is, hey, I'm a coach in Wichita. You don't know me. Mm-hmm. I want you to grow my list for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm going to turn it around and like panic these people. Mm-hmm. And that is what every coach is taught to do. Mm-hmm. So then you have a paradigm where coaches are just re- reaching out to each other to use each other. And get your parent from your list and your parent from your list. And your and now you're this poor parent out there on 28 lists, each one telling you that you suck. Yeah. And to be honest, like getting really far away from <laughs> our life purpose. The purpose of your life is to serve in a way that brings great joy to yourself and others. Don't worry about finding your purpose. Focus upon serving a purpose and your purpose will serve you. And the reason I get back to that is because the reason that we do this work is because of our care for other humans. And sometimes when you're cycling between these conversations, you really get away from the heart of the work, which is showing up and helping people. Yeah. And, you know, and I think you and I, come from different places but still have the same feelings right is that we also have the goal to provide for our families and make the money that we are worth right mm. and and uh, to have this sense i know well this i mean listen about that I mean, right now Meg, but i can't this whole thing about worth and pricing charge what you're worth here's the truth the work that you and I do is priceless. Changing your relationship to yourself and your families and your identities is not, it cannot have a dollar amount. It is literally the transformation of your life, right? Right. So putting dollar amounts, whether you're putting 25,000 or 2,500, um, I just don't, I don't have an answer. These are just the questions that I think about is like, yep. okay, so my worth. Um, but what I will say is that both you and I have spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and hours becoming skillful and experts at what we do because we love the work, because we love our clients and our students, because we're so committed to our dharma and our purpose. Yeah, and it's a disservice when you commit yourself to a passion and to building communities and helping people and then decide to undercharge, whatever that means. Totally. Right, because that is the quickest path to burnout and resentment. Totally. totally. Right? It's we've both like, been there. We've both, oh, we've both Carol. undercharged for years, so we know that. It, I'll probably be there in six months. Yeah, right. no, I mean... <laughs> Um, because there's so much psychological meow meow around it. Yeah. But I, I mean, I don't, I'm sure men go through it too, but women seem to have particular, here's the word, pain points yeah. around charging what we're worth, asking for what we're worth, demanding what we're worth with pride and humility. Right? Like this idea of being proud of our hustle. 
and proud of where we've gotten and proud, you know, of, and not pr pride in the, it's so negatively connotated, right? But true pride, you know, um, that, that moves you forward, right? That makes you hold your head high, right? Because the real, the truth is, is that parents and, and our clients don't want to work with people that aren't proud of their work. Right, so when you go into a restaurant, it's like, what is that food worth? Are you paying for the food? Sure. Are you paying for ingredients? Yeah. No, but you're also paying for well-trained wait staff, mm -hmm. ambiance, mm -hmm. lighting, music, um, furnishings, beautiful art, consideration paid, <laughs> in, in, insanely made drinks, like people's experience, love, and their deep desire to give you an experience, mm -hmm. right? So, and if that restaurant's not proud and don't think they can be the best at what they do and aren't see seeking that feeling of like, everything you get here is worth it. Yeah. You don't want to eat there. Right, right. And I think that, the, you know, it's kind of layered because in, on one hand, I really do full heartedly agree like that if you don't, there has to be some kind of investment and value exchange that feels really good, right? It can't fair. be less than. Yeah, it has to be it's fair. fair. Yeah. It feels good. Like I always say, it feels good in my body. Like if I, yep. if, when I give that amount, because I'm realistic with what's happening with our finances, with the business finances, with yep. real life, like it's not grounded in all angels and woo-woo. Although I love my angels, you know. I also have to say, okay, here is how much my bills are. Here is how much it costs to run this business. Here is the reality of making a living. And if money is energy and energy exchange, at this point, I'm 20 years into this profession, right? Same, right. Yeah. we have extensive amounts of training. So there's a higher level. At the same time, what I know for clients, and tell me your experience with this, the mm -hmm. people that I paid the most for, Mm -hmm. for my own, like for publishing my book, say, right. When I worked with Angela or for business coaching last winter, when I really wanted to get some stuff done that I was very specific on, I paid higher than I had before. And I was all in, I had no resistance. I was like, I'm going to show up. I paid the money. I got the expert. I'm going to do what she tells me to do. <laughs> and I'm going to mm -hmm. show up fully to this, to the coaching sessions. I'm going to do my homework. I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to get everything I can out of this. And for lower price, I just had something. This is so funny how our minds are. Someone just invited me into their online community and said, oh, I'll give you free access. I didn't log in once. Yep. Me neither. <laughs> I, d I don't. I just I don't. Well, it's and free, right? No, you, you don't. There's right. no skin, there's no skin in the game. Exactly. And so psychologically as humans, when we, when we want to have something solved, mm -hmm. we or helped or supported or moved through, we have an inherent sense, unless you're a jerk, right? Unless you're just one of these people that just like, I want everything. I don't want to pay anything. Right. right. But Which, those people aren't, aren't listening to this, right. <laughs> but for everyone else, you know, we, it's about worth. Mm -hmm. And when you, when you take what you've earned from your job, from delivering your talent, 
right? Or you're, you right when you're taking from your family, mm -hmm. giving it to me, right? I, my job is to in turn provide something to you that says your, your payment is worth it. Mm -hmm. And if, if there's no give and take involved, just the heart leaves the table. Mm -hmm. You just, mm -hmm. you're not going to, yeah, yeah, you're not going to demand the best of me and I'm not going to demand the best of you. And show up. My private clients, I know it's the same for you. Like it's um, the highest price offering I have because I'm showing up so, um, I'm thinking about them all the time. I know you do the same for your privates. We can't not like, oh, this would be a great resource for them or this would be a great 100%. strategy for them or I need to check in on so-and-so because I know she was going to this um, um, important event or she was having this difficult conversation. So it's not in service of the work that we do or we want to do to be doing that for so many people because then we're not in our zone of genius, right? Um, mm -hmm. Like we're not the best that we can be and we lose it. So I think that there's, I don't know, I just, the, it just reminds me that it's in service of the clients or the students who are paying to have that level of attention for a period of time. We're not therapists. Uh, we, don't, we don't want people on our payroll, right? I mean, we don't want on and on and on. That I was literally, are you and I in some kind of like mind meld? So while you were saying, while I'm listening to you, I'm thinking too, I don't want a forever client. Right. That means I've done a shitty job. <laughs> now, to be fair, we have some of those and, and I love them. And I also know them because I am a forever client of some of, of people in my life. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's not because they've made me into some kind of needy loser. Rather, I just seek out their wisdom in my own painful spots. Mm -hmm. right they right. are as you continue some... to grow and evolve i mean that's the thing you're exactly not like, you're not coming with the same issues no i mean five years ago. maybe the same issue in a different iteration but no totally, totally. right not the same and conversation exactly Got and it. i think that um you know for the your listeners on this podcast you know, I, I really want them to beware out in the world. I don't, yeah. you know, whatever, if they work with you and I or not, I, that yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. But beware of people that just keep telling you that you're still not right, still broken, not done yet. Well, if you've done this one thing, now you have to sign up for the next thing. Right, all these marketing funnel ideas of next pain point, next pain point. Yeah. So I just hired a marketer, and the reason I hired her is that she really just believes in saying, "What are your talents, and what are we giving to people? Like, what are we selling? Mm -hmm. Just simple. Who needs what? How do we? And how do they see it in a way that makes them want to be part of my community?" Mm -hmm. Because that's what I want to lead with is be part of this community because yes. I see my work as shifting parenting in America, no mm -hmm. small goal. Mm -hmm. Not just get your kid to sit on the potty, which is, you know, nice. So I think this is really important because I think this is also an area that I was kind of feeling and want to tap into because this happens in spirituality. There's a difference between coaching specific skills or teaching specific skills that we learn, integrate, implement, and then sort of 
like release so that we can live our lives and have joy versus mm -hmm. being part of communities, your community, my community, other communities that we're both part of that give us ongoing support and inspiration and motivation and things to think about that keep us engaged and connected in our life. So mm -hmm. That's different. And that is a differentiator for, I think, like now I'm having clarity, clarity, like I'm just thinking of this right now, is that this is part of the reason why it's felt so uncomfortable to just deal with pain points um, because communities, we're, it's bigger, it's a different energy. It's, some, it's a totally different, it's apples and oranges. Well, and it's also... I see it as, as like highways, different lanes on the same highway. We're all headed to the beach because you know that's just where I want to go. Mm -hmm. And there's four lanes across. And some of the lanes are, you know, the far right lane, people are struggling. They are going slow. They are finally hitting points for my coaching where things are pretty rough in the family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right and they mm -hmm. join the community for mm -hmm. very specific set of information mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they're still on the highway and then as we move into the other lanes we're all headed to the bay bridge we're all going to the beach mm -hmm. but some people have different needs and different levels of mm -hmm. um community needs mm -hmm. and all wrapped into that is like hey guess what this is what you're still doing well or, hey, guess what? You still have choices here and there. Whether or not you, mm -hmm. you feel pretty desperate and things are hard, or whether or not you're just here for the attaboys because mm -hmm. you're already rocking it. Totally. Like, my thing is we, though, are all headed in the same direction. Whereas some <laughs> coaches, you know, if you're being told that you are broken and jacked up and, like, yeah. on the edge of destruction, you're not headed toward the beach. <laughs> Right. And right. And that I have something to do with you getting there or I, or this program or this one thing or. Yeah, no, it means you that know. you're headed backward and I have right. to pick you up and drag you there. Right. And, um, and I've coached like that. I began coaching like that, Yeah, that the per people were broken and I had the answers. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's how Thrive started was like, Hey, these are the things that we, if you do this, this will change, this will make this better you know, period. Right. So we and, and deep down, of course, that's what we wanted, but that, that came from Experience. insecurity. Well, yeah. a deep insecurity in ourselves to, to prove it. And doing it the way that everyone was telling me I should do it. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Mine is more from a pretty like, deep psychological fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. So that's for our next episode. Superwoman super <laughs> science too. Megan's psychological <laughs> patterns and behaviors. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I think just, you know, for, for your people out there, when they're looking at these, these, your coaches and your experts, whether it be yeah. fitness, food, money, whatever, it doesn't matter. They should be like you. They should talk like you. Yeah. They should not be so elevated. Right? Like yeah. they, they, you shouldn't feel um, so much lesser than. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're getting promised the world, back away. Mm -hmm. 
because you and I are as flawed as anybody and you know we're just scraping it by it's just that in this one domain in our lives we've gotten pretty good at, at what we do we we know what we're doing. We're, we're sitting on a, in, in the water of our vast experience, you know, in a good solid boat. Um, but the, quote in the book? No, I don't even know what I just said. You know, I don't know what putting I'm talking about. The water, putting the boat in the water. That's just too much. I've just like drawn bats. out that metaphor. I, it's just, and I over. That, <laughs> we come to a close with these wise words from Megan. <laughs> full circle Meg you gotta go girl you gotta go do your self care we're gonna thank you guys for listening Meg thanks for coming on and sharing your wisdom as usual and no thank you for being this wonderful sounding board for all of us and you know day by day friends our day by angel, day we have to thank our angels for the life purpose card because dude yeah that's real thing. shit right there yep alright love ya alright love you. Thank you.